Hello, hello, John. How are you? I'm mighty fine, thank you. Even better now that I am tuning in with you. How's everything, my friend? Everything's great. Everything's great. I'm having a good week so far and looking for better things at the end of the week. So things are good. Yeah, same thing here in my end. Feeling blessed, never stressed. Or at least trying not to get stressed. Yeah, stress is temporary. Yes. You know? yes. It's the body's reaction to to urgency, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, speaking of stress, one of the things that stress people out is the topic of or the conversation around, you know, the rich get richer and the poor stay poor. So I'd like to kind of talk a little bit about that today with you. Because yeah. I know you have a, a fresh perspective on this. And let's just have this conversation. You know, the rich get richer and the poor stay poor. That's a that's ages-long uh, expression. So let's let's dig into that. What what is, what is your initial reaction to that? Well, also my reaction is, and, and I have a lot of things to say about this, but I want to peel this onion very carefully because I also don't want to undermine anyone who's each in, in either position, in the position mm -hmm. of rich or poor. But I think that those words are very strong words yeah. and we need to define what it is, your definition of rich and your definition of poor. Because, for instance, um, where we are right now, that might mean for someone, oh, my God, they're millionaires. And for other people, oh, they're poor. For me, it's all about, not, it's not all about of currency as much. It's mm -hmm. more about of your abilities, your skills, your mindset that makes you either rich or poor. What are your thoughts on that? That's a great perspective. That's why I wanted to have this conversation with you because yeah. I knew it was going to be different and, and um, fresh. Uh, you know, I, I tend to agree with what you're saying. You know, it, it's how do you find being rich? How do you find being poor? Um, you know, you can. Uh, my, my wife loves to say, loves to say, my upbringing, my upbringing was rich in love. Yeah. You know, so you know, and, and I can relate to that. You know. But you know, this is this is what I like to 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 add to the conversation is, yeah, you know, I, I think that the rich do get richer and the poor stay poor, and and, and it, when it comes to many areas, but kind of dialing into financial, correct, you know, monetary income, wealth, or lack thereof. I think there's a very for me, and this is not something that I learned when I should have learned it 20 years ago, 25 years ago, I learned that along the way in this entrepreneurial journey is what I realized is that people get richer, build wealth when they're able to make better decisions. They're able to get, let's just go back, get the best information. Correct. Get it quicker, make better decisions, make them quicker and take action and act quicker. Yes. That's really the difference, you know? And when you see, well, you know, so-and-so is, without naming names, so-and-so is very wealthy and they just keep getting wealthy. Well, they have the infrastructure to get the right information quick, make decisions quick, make better decisions, and take massive actions. So that's what leads them to compound their success. In this case, financial success. Correct. 
on the opposite side of the spectrum, uh, a person who who is not in that side, you know, this considered poor or less affluent or whatever, they're not getting the right information from the right people. Cool. They're not um, making decisions quickly or they're making decisions based on poor information or incomplete information. And they're either taking action based on bad decisions with bad information or they're not taking action at all Yes, because of fear. So, yeah, that leads to more poverty. That leads to lower levels of affluence, lower levels of financial success. So that's, you know, to me that it sounds complicated, but it's not complicated. And I wish I learned that 25, 30 years ago. It isn't. It isn't, Antonio. And and I think it resonates a lot with what I said previously. It's the, the access to knowledge. Yeah, the poor mindset, what does it say? Oh, that's only for the rich. Oh, and even they satanize the whole aspect of being rich, like it's being rich, it's a bad thing. It's just a matter of the knowledge that you have, how you utilize that knowledge to make the right choices. Choices, right. because everything, it's about a choice. Nothing happens to you it happens for you with the choices that you do throughout life if you've made a bad decision own it you made a mistake good how i'm going to use that mistake to grow unfortunately the poor mindset what does is like cries on top of this pilled milk blames other people blames the rich the poor blames whomever blames god the pope messy i don't know (laughs) They blame someone else, but the person that actually made the decision, which is yourself. So take that, own it, get more information so you can make an informed decision and take the right actions. That's where the rich mindset, I believe, comes into into play, which resonates a lot of what you're saying. It's about the knowledge that you acquire, how you implement it in order to make smarter and quicker decisions and mainly take those actions because I can have all the information, but if I hold that information because I don't want anybody else to know it, that's poor mindset too. A hundred percent. Yeah. Scarcity, right? Yeah. That is a zero sum game. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're on the same page there and, and, you know, it's, it's funny that you even mentioned Messi, you know, a lot of people question his choices, but look at, look how he's played out for him. You know, yeah. talk about making smart decisions with great information. And where did he get that great information? He got it from his experience and from people like Beckham who coached him along the way. So look, this is what I did 15, 20 years ago. And this is how I ended up being the owner of this uh, major league soccer team in Miami. Yeah. That's the roadmap that I took. Are you interested in that? He goes, Yes, I am. And that's what brought, brought Messi to the U.S. You know, the opportunity of not only playing in a cool uh, environment, you know, live in a place that he wanted to live in with his family, you know, play professional yeah. uh, football, soccer at a high level and being part of building something huge with the option to buy a team when he's done. So he took the roadmap from Beckham. Okay. And, and Beckham was smart enough to share with the right people, knowing that that person, that Messi in this case, will take the information, make relatively quick decisions. Correct. Made a $100 million decision pretty quick. I don't know how long it would take me to make that decision. decision. (laughs) (laughs) And and take action, take massive action that includes not only his future um, as a player, but as a future owner, but the future of his family. His kids are going to be you know, raised 
here now in the U.S. So anyway, it's, it's interesting. I find that opportune that you mentioned, yeah. Missy, to kind of touch on that a little bit. Yes, yes. And, and since you touched that, I, I, a word also comes into my mind, which is the legacy. The legacy that you are leaving, uh, in this case, let's utilize Messi as we're given this example, because he's coming to the U.S. where football, we call it in Latin America, football, and here it's called soccer. Usually and oftentimes it's more related with female soccer, but with male soccer, it's just starting to take off since like 10 years ago. With Messi, that's going to accelerate that journey and it's going to give a legacy to the Hispanic community that's going to be unprecedented. But then again, it comes with the um, rich mindset. And let's remember, this guy came from nothing. Mm -hmm. And why am I saying this? Because there's a lot of people that say, oh, yeah, but you were born with a silver spoon or, yeah, you didn't get the opportunities that I didn't. And it starts the comparison pity party, right? Yeah. Oh, because you have a partner and you don't have a partner. Oh, because I'm a single mom. Not to take away from anything of that, please, because all circumstances are equally hard. However, it's that poverty or rich mindset that you have. Let me give you this example. I'm not going to take more than five minutes with this. And if I yeah, take longer, shut me down. Go, my go, go. Father, my father was a man that came from nothing. And I'm not ashamed to say this at all. It's a man that he didn't even finish high school, but he was able to amass a good life, not just for himself, but for his children where he was a hardworking person. He was always everywhere and out there trying to get as much information, data, in order for him to make those that hard work smarter and mm -hmm. to grow his wealth. He was not just like working hard, 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 hard. No, because working hard just gets you up to some point. You have to come in a moment when, okay, all that hard work needs to become smarter. So, and he, well, he's no longer with us, he's transitioned, but he made sure to leave his children a legacy and also a mindset where, okay, do not relax because I just built this. It's your job to keep up building that legacy, either perpetuating the honesty, the name or growing the wealth. It's We're seven, by the way. It's seven of us. It's a lot of kids to raise. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but we all honor that because even though he came from real poverty coming from mm -hmm. like working in the fields in south america not here in south america up to building a really good and comfortable life for all of us it was all about that mindset of always striving for greatness putting your money when your mouth is i don't know if that's the right way to say it if he said he was going to be there at this time at that time it didn't matter if the sky fell he would be there five minutes earlier you know a man of his word and it's about that. So when I hear people saying, oh, it's because this and excuses, justifications mm -hmm. for me, at least. And I'm sorry if this might be a little bit, you know, a tough, a tough one to swallow, but it's all about here. Yeah. Those are and, my and that, that's a perfect example of, you know, the poor doesn't have to stay poor if you get the right information and the right outlook. Uh, get some information, make this high quality decisions and take massive actions. And you honestly, know? with an honest life, because of course <laughs> there are ways yeah. and ways. It, in, in the case of the example that I have close to me, uh, it's, which is my, my, my father, everything was like within honesty. And sometimes yeah. even too honest, um, 
you know, people would come and try to like, hey, and he was like, nope, I only have one name and I'm going to go to the grave with one name. I'm not going to taint it with just for fast money. Yeah, yeah. So w- doing all that and winning and staying inside of integrity. I mean, that's that's a that's that's the, a life well lived, right? And it's a testament that you're talking about it right now, yeah. and and you and your siblings are are the stewards of that story and that legacy. And that's up to you to build on that. So congratulations on that. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm sure he's very proud of you and your siblings. Yes. So yeah, I mean that that that's it. Just goes back to the to the core. At least my core belief. This is one of my core beliefs. That yeah, that rich get richer. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. It means that it is possible. It means that it can happen for you. And and one of the differentiators between uh, wealthy and not is: do you, are you making quality decisions with good information? Are you making those decisions quickly? And are you taking action quickly, massive action quickly? And a lot of times I say actions, plural, because it doesn't take one thing to, to make it to the to the promised land. It takes a multitude of things yep. done with consistency for a long period of time to get that done. Those those uh, overnight successes, they don't they don't really exist, you know. It's just we just it's what no, we see. Such a thing. No. Yeah, we don't want to be in the journey. We don't. We're not interested in the journey of those people or being part of the work. We want to be part of the reward, and that's what keeps people kind of on the sidelines, not taking the actions necessary to improve their circumstances. So, again, the overriding message today is: Look, man, I hear this all the time: the rich get rich and the poor get poor. Yes, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Now, can you change that for you, for your family, for your community? Yes, a hundred percent. So instead of blaming or or being jealous or hating on people who are you know making things better for themselves, uh, and again we, let's assume that this is all done in a legal way in full integrity, right? Yeah. So instead of hating on hating on success, whether it's you know wealth monetarily or, or wealth of resources or wealth of friendships or wealth of health and well being, for you, exactly whatever that is. You know, the easiest thing and the better thing for you is to, and for me, actually, it's to see, study the people who are being successful, study the people who have done what you want to do and are getting the results that you want to get and mimic what they do. Yeah. Mimic what they do at the level that is meaningful to you. So if you're not able to if you see someone who's who's amazing, uh, an amazing real estate investor, and they have properties in three continents, you're like, wow, that's what I want. But I don't, here comes, the, but I don't have X, right? But I don't have the $100 million to invest. Good. I don't think he or she started with $100 million. And you can find out very easily if he or she did. Yes. Let's assume for now that their star was similar to yours. What did they do to get there? What did they do? Did they start with with one property? Did they start with 32 doors in a multifamily investment property? Find out what they do. And it's like, oh, yeah, they started with this 12-unit apartment building in this market. Okay, good. How much is that, did that cost? Oh, that cost back then $5 million. Okay, good. How much money did they need to invest in, in that opportunity? Well, $2 million in cash. How do they go about doing that? 
that's what you got to worry about. That's what you can learn. That's the information. Yes. Yes. That's the information because that is duplicatable and you can use it. That means that you can do it as well. That and means that, that you put done. your your focus. That's where you're going. If you put your focus in the ifs, buts, don't, but you don't, I do. Uh, oh my god, you turn me off. I I literally I have had to like hang up phones, get up <laughs> from the table and leave because you know what, I do not like to entertain those things because you know where it leads us. Nowhere. If mm -hmm. you have the opportunity of running into someone that it's killing it, man, leave everything, press pause, whatever it is you're doing, and learn. That's the best tuition. No university is going to teach you that rather than someone else's experience. And like you said, unfortunately, people just see the fruits of uh, the harvest of all, the, of harvest, all yeah. the work that you put into. But I've had the opportunity to meet this amazing lady, which I hope one day we'll be able to to interact with her or bring her in one of our workshops. She's Orlando-based named Noelle Randall. She started from the basement of her parents with her husband and three kids and one in the belly because she went through a really bad crash. Then she was able to buy a duplex where she lived with all her family in just two bedrooms and she rented the entire rest of the unit. She was able to shrink in order to grow. And now she's a multi-million um, real estate mogul. You see, it does, when I hear all those excuses, it's like, ah, no, you, you, you cannot, you cannot roll with that, with me, with that mindset. Yeah. You just need to get rid of what you're used to, which is complaining and pivot. And pivot. And even if it doesn't work, because it's so easy to go back to the poverty mindset where, yeah, that's what your brain, it's used to. It's easy. It's like eating sugars. Yeah. Between having water and a cold Coca-Cola, what sounds more interesting? The cold yeah. carbonated sugary drink than the plain water. But in the long run, one is going to do good to your body it's that water. So just be liquid, man. Be liquid. Be liquid. <laughs> be liquid. I love it. I love it. Listen, you know, it's, it's, it's so true. And, and I think, um, I think we got the point across. I think we, 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 we had our own experiences and we will continue to have our own experiences. But at the end of the day, the lessons that I've learned, the lessons that you learned are very, very similar. Yes. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll leave with this because this is something that that I have to learn re relatively recent. I mean, when you get to be my age 10 years ago, it's pretty recent. Um, and I, I learned I learned that it is in, life is legal. You know, we live in an economic planet, but life is legal. There's a lot of legal consequences to the things that we do. And and I had some some situations that I'm that I'm working through right now that it started out as a financial issue and it very quickly turned into some legal ramifications. Yeah. And without going into a lot of details, I mean, it's something that I will overcome. I have confidence that, that it will be overcome, be fixed, it will be done right. But just 10 years ago, this would have overwhelmed me. This would have been the end of the world. And, and what made a difference is that over the last 10 years, I learned that as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, you have to have a law firm on your team. You have to have legal advice on your professional legal advice on your team. And, and that's who's helping me. I have a law firm on my team who's coaching me through this process and guiding me 
to make better decisions with the right information and, and do it quickly. In fact, I had a conversation with one of my attorneys yesterday around two o'clock. And he, he, this is actually what he said to me. He said, well, if you were told this when you did that by this person, then we may have a claim against them because they gave you bad advice. So, so it goes back to, and, and that's not my interest. My interest is not that, fix the past, but to fix the future cool. or, or handle the problem now so the future is cleaner. But, but that just gave me another example is that, you know, the people you ask questions from, the quality of the information dictates the quality of the decisions that you make. Yes. The quality of the decisions that you make will drive the quality of the actions that you take and the quality and the frequency of the actions that you take will show the results, the quality of your results. So I'll be, I say all that to tell you that everyone should have a law firm on their team, especially if you run a business, large or small. And, and the big lesson is it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to take you into bankruptcy to hire, hire a law firm. So I'm going to send some, I've done it. Joanna's done it. Yep. Uh, and, and we learn from each other and through each other. And I'm going to put a, a, the information in the, in the comments below or above or below this, this, this live, I don't know, every platform has their, their, their things on the top of the bottom on the side, whatever. It's somewhere around this live or this live stream. I'm going to put information about the, the, the solution that, that both Joanna and I, Joanna and I use and we use frequently. So it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be complicated, but it can be effective, professional, and it could be part of your team. Having a law firm on your team could be a reality. So all that to say, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Yeah. 100%. Yes. Don't hate. 100%. Don't hate. Don't get, don't get better. Just get better. That's all that That's I right. say, you know. Don't hate. Duplicate. Duplicate. Amen. Testify. I love that. Don't hate. Duplicate. <laughs> All right, my friend. Listen, it's been fun. It's been real. Yes. Uh, let's get back to work. Yes. Yes. We have a beautiful month coming. We'll, we'll talk more about it. Thank you. Thank you, Antonio. It's always been a pleasure to share some thoughts with you. Awesome. Good to see you. Likewise.